uh, for a word of prayer. So we may uh, ask the Lord to give us his spirit. Hmm. Our Father and our God, again in the name of Jesus Christ the righteous, we bow to your mercy, your throne of mercy and grace today, asking you for your spirit to bless us with his presence. Father, so we may learn, we may listen, we may obey. And Father, we ask that you bless those all over the world who are honoring you as the only true and living God. We ask that you would bless the services, whether they be in great cathedrals or under a tree. Father, your spirit will be present with them, Lord, so they may understand your way. Please forgive us for the sins we've committed against you. And in the name of Jesus, we ask all things. Amen. Amen. Ooh. Once again, happy Sabbath. Okay, I gave you about 60%. 60 y'all percent about happy. Some of y'all just hanging on, just for dear life. And we thank God for that. Amen? Well, the question that God presented to us this morning was called, was, was, was will you be healed? Will you be healed? Well, it, it's, it's interesting, Sister Shaw brought up a point in, in the Christian walk segment that we have a part to play in our healing. We have a part to play in our deliverance. We have a part to play in, in our walk with God. God is not going to do it all for us. He's left something for us to do. Amen? So if you would go to the book of Luke this morning. Luke chapter 4. Christ came. He, 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 was, he was setting the, 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 the uh, what do you got? Setting the, uh, uh, the scene. He was setting the mood, as they would call in some places. He was telling them what he was here for. What he was here for and what he was going to accomplish with, here on earth. And this is what's great about Christ. When he said he was here to do something, he did it. Amen? But he did it because of his will and because of the will of his Father. That's how he could perform the doing of it. So he had help, but he helped. Does that make sense? And so in Luke chapter 4, we're going to begin at verse... 16. Luke chapter 4 and verse 16. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as the custom was, as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, quote, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. See, Jesus came to deliver us from the clutches of sin. He came to heal us. He came, to he came down here to show us how to do it. See, he came to tell us this good news, that the devil does not reign supreme. Because by this time, everywhere you look was the devil. Because his, his handiwork was written on everything. But Jesus came to tell us it is not so. That's just how you see things. I'm going to show you how to see again. You were blind. I'm about to give you some sight. I'm going to show you that there is good news. Your Savior, but I am your instructor. I'm going to show you how to live a life that will overcome the devil, that will overcome all the things that are bothering you at this time. I'm going to show you what freedom truly is. See, Christ came to heal us. You know, he did a whole lot of healing, didn't he? 
He came to teach us how to live a free way. He gave us back our connection with the Father. He came to put us back together and give us power over the enemy. We got to believe that. See, we got Christ in a manger right now. Christ, Christ is there a day and a half, maybe. <laughs> we got Christ stuck as a baby. We got Christ even stuck on the cross. Christ is the who? Christ is the creator. According to the book of Hebrews, according to the book of John, Christ is the creator. Amen? The Father created all things through Christ. And so what we have to do is this. We have to get in our minds that Christ came to make us part of his new creation. Do we want to be healed today? Go to Acts, if you would. Acts chapter 10. You see, he came to put us back together. He came to heal us. He came to show us what, 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 what the Father... And let me show you how. But we're going to the book of Acts. In the book of Acts chapter 10 and verse 38, he said, how God anointed Jesus. Uh, the brother was just reciting. He said, how God, re he, this is what God does. As God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. We just read that, right? Because we see that Jesus was, was anointed uh, at baptism. We, we read that account. Then we read the account that he was in Luke chapter 4 where he said, I am anointed. And so this brother was just repeating what he had seen and what he had heard. And he said, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. And this is what he did. Who went about doing what? And healing all those that were oppressed of the devil. He didn't say he came and, and healed all those who were sick. He said they came to heal those who were oppressed by the devil. Because sickness is an oppression. It's anti-life. And so anything that's anti-life is what? Not of death. <laughs> Not of God. Good job. No. <laughs> for the reason was this, for God was with him. See, God knows our struggles, people. Please understand that. He's not an absentee father. He understands. He feels everything we're going through. He knows what we're going through. He told Moses, when he talked to Moses, he delivered them at that time, and Christ is trying to deliver us at this time. Because there's a coming very soon of Christ that he wants us delivered before that time. Because he wants us to enjoy eternity with him. But we have to be delivered from this, these shackles that Satan has put us on, even for us to consider that there's another way. Because we sit here today and suffer and struggle mainly because we're ignorant. God says, I don't want you to be ignorant. He said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Now it's time to let me give you some knowledge. Amen? Let me show you another way. And Christ came to show the world another way. The way. The original way. Are we all right with that? See, he knows we're broken. He's no, he knows we're tired. He knows that. He, he's ready to heal us if, if we would just take him at his word. See, God's not going to make another way of healing. He's not going to fix another way of your broken heart. He said, I already got the original way. I'm not, why I got to change it? My, the law of the Lord is perfect. It's eternal. So the, the structure he set up in the beginning is the only way he's using. And we need to start taking him up at his word. Amen? He just wants us to believe. Isn't that sad? That the almighty God's heart broke, breaks because we won't believe him? We won't trust him? He's asking once again, will you believe? Will you be healed? All of us in here say we need healing. Who's not sick in here? 
right. See, that's how you ask that question. Because if I ask the question, who's sick? I don't want anybody to know I'm sick. <laughs> Everybody has a broken heart. Everybody's struggling. Everybody has physical ailments. Everybody has mental ailments. You know, there's such thing as mental health. Amen? Church runs away from that all the time. Oh, no, that's, that's no, no. It, it's, you got mental health issues because you're being oppressed by the enemy of soul. But we're going to see how we can get out of all of these things. Because I want to rebuild this thing. God's trying to rebuild his, his people. You know how you rebuild his people? You start off with faith. You got to have faith. Then you got to rebuild the family. Then you got to get fit in your spirit and in your mind and in your body. That's how you save a nation. That's why I'm not worried about trying to save the United States of America. Why? Anytime a nation has decided that, that everything anti-Christ is what we're going to pass. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, 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 what do you call those? I'm going to give funding for murder. He said, I, I, I'm going to make sure that, that all my systems and all my processes make sure that I'm going to attack the parental uh, uh, rights. I'm going to destroy the family. I'm going to subsidize fornication. Y'all did realize that, right? If you have all these children out of wedlock, the government subsidizes that. So you have a nation that subsidizes all the sins that are found in the Bible. So what do you think the fate of this nation is going to be? Don't be sad. God is a God of judgment, is he not? He's the first step, but that's the step we won't take. See, but you got to take it, Brother Isaiah, every day. You just can't take it once in a while. Oh, well, this circumstance, because I know I can't do nothing about it, I guess I'll believe. He said, no, every day you need to believe. We got to learn how to believe. We got to learn how to, to not question God and learn how to have a little confidence in him. Say, I know you, you parted the Red Sea for them. Them? That already, already tells me you don't know who you are or who he is. There's never a them <laughs> when God says my people. It's you. We all right? Go to Mark 9. Go to Mark 9. He answered, uh, I'm sorry, I guess I sh the verse would help. Uh, Mark chapter 9 and verse 19 will begin. Hang with us here. There was an issue. The disciples couldn't perform a task that they should be able to perform. They were supposed to cast out the demon. But they didn't have it quite yet. As they called it, they didn't have the juice. They didn't have it quite yet. They got it. But at this time, they didn't have it because they ran into some Ph.D. devil and they had a high school diploma. We're living in the Ph.D. time, y'all. And we haven't even got a high school diploma yet. But we got, God says, if you, if you believe, I'll get it to you. Amen? So don't get discouraged from where you are now. Because God says, where you are now, who is you? Oh, man, I'm sorry. What a language. Oh, terrible. Uh, sorry about that. But you did get the point. <laughs> Who you are. Amen? You are this testimony. If you've been walking with him, if he has delivered you in the past, 
if he has straightened you out in the past, if he has reproved you in the past, if he has blessed you in the past, every time that is coming up in the future, remember the past. Remember that old time when he said, I got you, and you believed him, and he performed the task. Because we're going through a, a whirlwind here, y'all. They're burning the world up. And look at us. Half of us don't even know what we're talking about. It's time for us to burn the world up. He said, it's like fire in my bones. How's your bones? Icebox? <laughs> they in the freezer? It's time for us to get this fire. And the only way to get this fire in our bones is to do the will of God, Amen. to believe in this practice that God has for us. Amen. So in Mark chapter 9 and verse 19, he said, He answered him and said, Oh, faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you, allow you? Bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him, and when he saw him, straightway the spirit tear him. And he fell on the ground and, and did what? Wallowed. You know, I, I read this, and I remember seeing this. I, I will tell you where I was. I was at the convocation, the holy convocation I used to have in Memphis uh, at, in, uh, in November. Uh, we won't name the denomination, uh, but everybody in Memphis know what I'm talking about. No. Uh, I literally saw this guy foaming and wilding around. And they called it the Holy Ghost. And I didn't know I was 11 years old. I'm like, I don't look at no Holy Ghost to me. Huh? So I eased on back. <laughs> didn't know what that was. Huh? But in this case, it was a demon that was tormenting this person. Because in that day, demons were everywhere. Because nobody believed. Amen? Sound like today, right? Demons everywhere. One day we'll get, we'll get into the definitions of what these demons and we, we'll deal with that. But this was a possession here. So when the demons saw Jesus, things changed. Amen? And he asked, verse 21, he asked, he asked his father, how long is it ago since this came up unto him? And he said, of a child. He's been tormented like this all his life. And, and often all the time, don't we? We ask God for help. We say, Lord, help us. Help us. And in verse 23, Jesus said unto him, if thou canst what? Believe. See, that's what God tells us. When we ask God for help, he said, oh, if y'all, you can believe. All things are possible to him that believeth. Y'all believe that? That you believe so much that all things are possible. Because your belief is not in you, and it, it is in your God. Amen? And you believe what he believes in. See, that's where we get stuck. When you believe, all things are possible if you do what? If you just believe. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. He believed with everything he knew how to believe. He knew it wasn't enough. He knew it wasn't sufficient to handle this. He said, but I, I believe in all I know how to believe. He said, oh, help my unbelief. Anybody ever cry to God like that? With tears in your eyes on the floor, help my unbelief. Because I know you said all things are possible. And I've been asking you this. And nothing that seems to be happening. It must be on me. Do you know you need to stop blaming God? 
God, why didn't you? If God didn't say thank you. But we're so blind, we don't know God has been working on this. God is working on this. You just can't see because you've been blinded by the enemy. If we could see like God could see, you wouldn't worry about anything. You know how you'd be, you sent up a prayer, and I see it, and you just go on and move. But right now, we're so blind, we can't see if God is working. Help our unbelief. Now, let's keep reading. Verse 25 says, When Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the foul spirit, saying unto him, Thou deaf and dumb spirit, I charge thee, come out of him, and enter no more into it. That was such a great blessing. Enter no more into it. Isn't that wonderful? See, see, they, when, when you ever been to a deliverance service and folks get delivered, but nobody closed the door? Jesus closed the door on this guy. He said, look, you come out and you can't go back in. <laughs> Amen? Amen? And you know what that demon did? He went out. He had to find somewhere else to go. We used to pray, cast the demons out into outer darkness. As long as we stay out of outer darkness, he won't bother us anymore. But see, this is what God did. And, he's, and, and the spirits cried, verse 26, cried and rent him. See, Jesus wants to lift us up. He wants to take us by the hand. He wants to, to have us to rise to be what's called a whole people. He wants to make us whole. Are we all right with that? He wants to make us whole. Now, he also says this, and, and the key to it all is that we have faith in God, a faith that will make you try his way of life. You got one level of faith was, yes, I believe there's a God. Okay? What's that got to do with anything? The devils believe and tremble, don't they? But now, he said, I want you to believe so much that you'll try me. Is that all right? Are we there yet? Do we want to believe so much we'll try him? Yes. And when things don't look like they're going the way they're supposed to go, keep trying. Because our understanding of what he's doing might be different from what he's doing. Amen. You might go to the doctor. The doctor says, oh, no, this ain't working. He said, come on, man, yeah, it is. Well, my th no, it's working because he said it's working. I can't see it because I don't have, I'm still blind, but I know it's working because he's God. Amen. Amen. You might be in a relationship and, and it doesn't seem like it's working. Now, if God puts you in his relationship, guess what? It's working. But it doesn't feel right. Stop feeling and start having faith. Start believing. It's working. It might take how many? How do we, we talked about this morning. Y'all missed Sabbath school this morning. Y'all would learn a lot about everything y'all doing. Ha, 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 y'all didn't hear it. <laughs> but we talked about marriage. And it might take 10 years for a man to learn to be a husband. Mm. It might take 10 years for a woman to learn how to be a wife. But you know what? It's working. You know, we got, we got newlyweds. We got newlyweds in here. We got middleweds in here. <laughs> we got oldweds in here. But what we got, we got different stages of maturity in the relationship. 
We look, some people look, at, at, at my wife and I have been married three, more than three decades, okay? It took three decades to see what you see today. Is that all right? We didn't start out like this. I didn't know what I was doing. And I don't mind telling you all that. So have some hope. Okay? I'm not going to say she didn't know what she was doing. Well, she got married. I guess that shows you she didn't know what she was doing. <laughs> but it took that long, didn't it? But it was working. God, why can't we be like, hey, it's working. Have faith. Keep doing it. Keep doing what I tell you. Keep working on it. Don't. And have faith that will make you move. This is why he said, if thou canst believe. The question is, do you want to be healed? And the qu- answer is yes, believe. That's the first thing you got to go. Go to Mark 5. See, when your faith moves you to an action, it unlocks power. The power that you've been fighting. That, see, most, all of you in here know what you've been fighting. A lot of people don't. They just think they're fighting themselves, they're fighting the circumstance, they're fighting the system, they're fighting the president, they're fighting their administration at their job. They, they think they're fighting that. They're fighting, you know, oh, my, you know I, don't, I, I just don't know. We all know what we're fighting, right? But we're, we, without Christ, we are powerless. But faith in him unlocks a power to defeat the enemy. It unlocks the power to heal the brokenhearted. It unlocks the power to be delivered. It unlocks the power to, to let you see the things that you should see, like God. Unlike, nothing unlike, nothing unlike the man who Elijah said, open his eyes and let him see. What did he see when he opened his eyes? He saw God was working on that. See, he looked and saw nothing but him and, and, and Elijah. He said, uh, Master, how, how are we going to do? Because <laughs> in his mind, in his blind mind, in his blind eyes, using his blind eyes, he didn't see God working. But God had already promised. And if God promised, he's working. And when he opened up his eyes and saw chariots of fire, wasn't it nice? You know what? He was all right the rest of the day. Ah, yeah. Yeah, it's all right. You know, yeah, y'all go get all you want. <laughs> See, he's going to open our eyes. That's why Christ came. So we, the blind can get sight. He's not just talking about blind people physically. He's talking about blind spiritual people. He said, I'm going to give you the eyesight that I got. So you can see when you go into this battle, you already want it. You can see what you're fighting, and you can see what's fighting for you. That's the confidence you'll have when you have faith in God. It unlocks that power so you'll be able to see thousands of people, right? Yeah. A- a- and, and this lady had been... She had faith. She said, if I can just touch his garment, if I can just, just touch it, I'll be healed. Because she believed in the Jewish traditions of uh, you know, what the garment meant and all those kind of things. She believed that. She had tried everything else. She spent a, everything. Her whole, they said her whole living was spent on trying to get healed, that the devil was tormenting her. She said, uh, I've tried to heal the physical. I spent all my money on the physical. He said, this thing must be on another level. So I'm going to go touch this man, this man who walks in the spirit. And if I could just touch him, I'll be healed. And so he said, and Jesus immediately knowing 
in himself that virtue had gone out of him. Now see, when Jesus was walking, he said, when power leaves me, I know it. When somebody believed it, when somebody connected with me through faith, I can feel it. Well, how's he feeling this morning in this room? Does he, he said, somebody touched me. Amen? We always talking about, oh, I'm going to touch the, no, somebody, he said, I, somebody touched me. Somebody believed me. Somebody had faith in me. Somebody reached out to me. I felt that leaving me. Do you know that unlocks that power when we touch it, when we have enough faith to reach out to it? He said, uh, he said himself, he said, virtue has gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, who touched my clothes? Now the disciples who couldn't see, the same disciples who couldn't cast out that devil, he said, and his disciples said unto him, thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou who touches me? He said, man, I'm not dealing with this multitude. Somebody touch me. I can see different than you can, Peter. Peter, you see the thousands, I see the one. Mm. Don't you love a God who can say that? Yeah. He said, in the whole sea of humanity, I see you. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. He said, and, and verse 32, and he looked around about <laughs> to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. It was me, Lord. He, she told him the whole story. And he knew it. But he told him, she, she said, I, I, I just believe. And what did Christ say in verse 34? And he said unto her, daughter. See, when you, 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 you tiptoeing and, 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 and half believing and have one foot in the devil's kingdom and half foot in the God's kingdom, he said, you can't unlock my power like that. I'm not giving the devil my power. You're going to take my power and do some devilment. I'm not going to do that. But I, wanna un I want you to unlock my power for, so you can see who I am and that you can show other people who I am. Don't you know this lady spent the rest of her life telling everybody what happened to her? Yeah. And all because she could believe. And if that faith that she had moved her to do something. Yeah. So we're talking this morning. You got something to do. Oh, Lord, heal me. You got something to do with that. Yeah. First, you got to believe that he can. Yeah. Because if you don't believe that he can, because he's going to tell you to do something you hadn't thought of, and you're going to say, that's weird. I don't know. I don't know anybody who does that. Well, you're hanging around a bunch of non-believers. Maybe you want to get some around to some believers. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It must be hot in here. Everybody falling asleep. Faith unlocks the chains that have been put us, been put upon us by the devil. Faith, it shines the light on the darkness we've been walking in. You believe that? Yeah. And, and faith starts us on the path to be healed. Yeah. See, God likes to heal wholly. He likes to heal the whole thing. He said, why heal your body if I didn't heal your soul? Why heal your soul and your body fell apart? He said, I want to make a whole project of this, yeah. but I got to have you to come to me in faith. Yeah. I got to have you to believe so much in me that when I tell you something that you have never heard of, you will say, yea and amen. Yeah. And all that you say, we will do. Yeah. Yeah. Israel ran into that problem because mm -hmm. God was telling them some things that they had never heard before. Mm -hmm. But after he had, he, he, he had done the miracles for them. 
But they were so entrenched in the Egyptian thought patterns, they couldn't hear. He said, go over there. Do this. Hittites, uh, Amorites. He said, and? You forgot who I am? You were saying that about the Egyptians until I drowned them. You think I, I'm going to leave you out here? If I did this to them, what do you think I'm going to do to them? I just need somebody to believe. Caleb, come here. <laughs> Joshua, stand for it. And the rest of y'all, this, this, this wafer that's on the ground, I'm going to do it. When God tells me, and look now, on the Sabbath, it's not going to be on there. So guess what I did preparation day? I did what he told me to do. I picked it up twice. Why? Because I believe it. It doesn't have to make sense to me right now. I know I'm out of my mind. <laughs> I know my mind is so carnal, I can't even figure out what day it is. So how am I going to figure out what, what, what God is doing? Just he, he blessed me enough to hear him. Therefore, I say yes. Is that your, is, is that your testimony this morning? Or do you question God every time he tells you to do something? See, God will have you drinking cucumber juice. You're like, oh, 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 I never heard of that. That's just retarded. <laughs> As you take your NyQuil. <laughs> God will have you get up and walk in the morning. That's <sighs> just crazy. I just As you take your anti-inflammatory. Chemicals to heal a, a body that make me sick. Oh. It's hot in here too, man. Stand up here a couple of times. You know what hot is. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Now look, what God wants to do is to show us who he is, but we got to believe that he is. See, we're broken people. We're sick people. We, we, we suffer from walking in the way of darkness for generations. Our parents didn't know. Don't you owe it to them to find out? See, we look at our parents and our grandparents, and they were limited in their exposure. See, now we live in a time where knowledge is running to and fro. He said, he told Daniel to close the book until the time of the end, right? Guess what? The book is open now. <laughs> so you should be able to find things your parents couldn't find. Right, you hear, but my mama won't listen to me. God's working. You just do what He tells you to do. It might take mama 15 years to give up this or to stop doing this, but you know what? You keep working because God's working. Do you? I want to tell you, young people, something—a secret. Your parents actually are happy even though they fuss at you? That's crazy, man. Where you get that crazy stuff? Man, that just don't make no sense. They're happy that you're looking. They're happy that you're striving. They're happy that you're in the Lord. Yeah. They're happy because, he, I, he said, I don't have to agree with my son. I don't have to agree with my daughter, but I know they're heading in the right direction. Yeah. I don't have the power to break the chains, but they do. Yeah. Yeah. As the scripture said, it makes us, what was it, paraphrasing? It makes us so happy when we know our children are walking in the truth. We might fuss at you, won't we? 
But oh, we're so happy that you are. Because you're going to get this power to break these chains. They, they might have been slaves, but they're happy you won't be. Amen? And I know your children won't be. The third generation, man, we ought to be just a powerful nation of people. Right now, we're dealing with the second generation now. All right? Now, let's look at this. The darkness has left us without hope, y'all. Depression, anxiety, fear, and the result of practicing and believing in a, in, a, in a system or in a way that it's been told to us has got us depressed. It's got us down. It's got us hopeless. It's got us feel like we can't get it done. Nothing can help but help me. How many people have said that before? But God is now calling us to walk in faith. He says to walk in what's called the healing power of Christ. This is what he's calling us to do today. Do you want to be healed? Yeah. Go to 1 Peter. If you want to be healed, we can do this, y'all. We say, tell each other, encourage, you got this because he's got you. Amen? Amen. Let him do this. It's amazing that you got the manufacturer trying to fix you, and you say, no, I'd rather go to the shade tree mechanic. <laughs> he said, well, hold on. I, I developed, I, I. Yeah, but Bob over here, he knows a whole lot. Because <laughs> the mind, he changes your heart. Things get all right. Then you don't have to worry about your past. You say, oh, Lord, you, you delivered me. He said, yeah. We have people come in here. No, no, not in here today. You've been a crackhead. God says, good. All right. What, are you ready? <laughs> you ready to be healed? Yes. yes, Lord, I'm ready to be healed. He's okay. And what God does, he says, here's why you smoke crack. <laughs> Let's deal with that. And all of a sudden, that root starts to, 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 get, to, to get taken out. Right. And then six months later, where am I crack for? I ain't, well, I don't even know where it is. <laughs> the world deals with the crack. Uh -huh. The Lord deals with the root. Yeah. It's called healing. Amen. He said, I want to heal you. Yeah. All of us are on something. Yeah. If, it's a sh if it's sugar, we own something. Yeah. Who's on sugar in here? I know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> on sugar. Do you know sugar is a drug? And people get it because they, sometimes they get depressed. Sugar is a great drug for depression, isn't it? Yeah. I'm just depressed. I'm just going to eat this. <laughs> <laughs> We're addicted, y'all. Yeah. God said you're depressed. Yeah. We, the sugar, we'll, we'll deal with that in a minute. I want to heal you. Yeah. This is what God is looking for. We, and he asked the question this morning, will you be healed? I want you to hear this today. First Peter chapter 2. Are you going to walk with faith? Yeah. You got a part to play, y'all. God can lay his hands on you all day long. Uh -huh. But if you're not willing, it ain't going to stick. Mm. I'm telling y'all that. Mm. It doesn't matter. We could be, oh, Lord, help me. Yeah. Did you do what I asked you to do? Well, no, I didn't. Well, see you tomorrow. <laughs> mm. He doesn't stop loving us, does he? Yeah. He said, I'll be right here. The lesson is right here. I'm not moving because this is the only way to heal you. Yeah. But I want to be healed another way. Well, you, don't, you need another God. Amen. Yeah. We, uh, we understand this? Yeah. Yeah. 
But in 1 Peter chapter 2, he said he called us something because I want you to understand who you are today. He called us something. And, and, and he called those who believe this. Because this is what, if you believe this, you can claim this. He said, but ye are a chosen generation. Isn't that a beautiful thing to hear? Now, when you're chosen, you didn't do nothing about it. It wasn't you. It was him. He said, I chose you. Isaiah, I chose you. Chose you. And you're like, why? <laughs> he said, you're, you're a royal priesthood. Now, y'all understand those two words. Don't that ye should show forth the reason I did this for one purpose, not for you to get honor, not for you to get praise, but to show forth Pra the praises of him who called you out of the darkness into his marvelous light. He said, that's why I chose you. I want to bring you out of this darkness because I want the world to see my marvelous light in you. First, we got to believe, though, y'all. First, we got to believe we're in need of healing. Now, everybody says, oh, yes, I know I'm ill, but do you really believe you need healing? Now, healing is more. See, it's easy if you have a cold uh -huh. and you got the sniffles. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, I, I need a little healing. I need a little dandelion root. <laughs> you know, I need, a, I need a little, you know, a little this. Yeah. But do you need healing? Yeah. Does your soul need healing? Yeah. Yeah. Does your mind need healing? Yeah. Does your way need healing? Yeah. See, we got a way about us, don't we? We got, you know, sometimes you call it an attitude. Uh -huh. We got an attitude like we know what we're doing. Mm. You don't believe that? Ask us. Mm. Let me tell you about you. No one ever tells them about themselves. Mm. If you need healing, you got to admit that, y'all. See, we got to believe that. A at this point, it, it doesn't matter how the damage happened. So let's not, we, we'll get to that in the process of God healing. We'll get to that. See, God, when, he, when Jesus forgave the woman caught in adultery, he didn't deal with why she was an adulterer, did he? Because it wasn't that time, it wasn't that season for her. The season was, hey, you need to know love because that's what's wrong with you. He said, I don't, I don't condemn you either. Now go and sin no more. Wasn't that beautiful? Thank you, Lord. Thank he didn't say, you are an adulterer, just like the church did. Mm. You will burn. We caught her in the very act. What did Jesus do? Mm. He set up a situation so she could be made whole. Mm -hmm. And you know what? It doesn't, the record doesn't tell us, but I got a good feeling she never did that again. Because mm. she never felt love like that before. Mm. She never thought she could be forgiven. She thought she was condemned to this life because that's all she knew how to do. But God showed her another way. He said, oh, child, she, don't, don't worry about this. We're not going to deal with why you do it. Let me heal you. Go and sin no more. Do we need healing? Yes. You got to be tired of accepting hopelessness. You got to get tired of that. Well, that's just how, no. Don't ever say this, that's how it is. Because you don't know enough about is to make that statement. God is. He called himself I am. It doesn't just happen. Well, all right. 
I've never been a well all right person. I need to find out why. And God says, I am. He said, ah, don't accept, don't accept the devil's presentation. Well, that's just how it's going to be. You're going to have to do that. But the de you're the devil. <laughs> Nothing you say matters. What does God say? Jesus, Jesus. The devil coming, the devil coming. But Jesus doesn't quite, I mean, the, the devil doesn't quite have that uniform, does he? We've got to get to a point in our lives that we no longer want to trust anything outside of God. We've got to, let's put this, make this personal. We've got to want, we've got to get to a point where we want to stop trusting ourselves. That's the biggest problem we've got. We've got to stop trusting our way. God is only waiting for one thing. Let's go, we're going to finish up here. Second uh, Chronicles chapter 7. I, I really thought we were going to finish up. Uh. Oh, it's cool. Okay, we're good. We're good. Okay. Are you tired of the darkness? Are you tired of the darkness? Obviously, I'm not getting the enthusiasm that I'm looking for. Are you, <laughs> are you tired? I mean, are you really tired of the hopelessness? Are you tired of believing in yourself? Yeah. Yeah. But that's what the world says. Mm -hmm. If you don't believe in yourself, hmm. are you tired of trusting satanic environments? Yeah. 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 He said, I need you to do this. Second Chronicles chapter 7. I need you to do this. The first thing you need to do is this. If you believe me, you'll come to me, won't you? And when you, uh, we're at 14th verse of 2 Chronicles 7. He said, I want you to do this. If you believe me, you have faith, you came to me. He said, but I need you to do this if you want to unleash this power over the darkness that you said you're tired of, over the selfishness that you said you're tired of, over the sickness that you said you're tired of. I need you to do this. He said, if my people. I love that when he said, my people. Are you his people? Or you just, you just, thought you was adding in. <laughs> if my people who are called by my name. Yeah. We're going to stop just for a second there. Soak that in. Uh -huh. Do you believe that you are his people who are called by his name? Yeah. And what else? And seek my face. And turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven. Who needs him to hear? I will hear from heaven and, and will what? First of all, deal with the problem. He said, I'll forgive their sins. See, that's where God starts. That's why salvation is so important. That's why Christ's sacrifice was so important. I didn't deal with anything else before I dealt with that. It's sin that's the issue. I'll forgive them for it. Because you're carrying around generational sins on your back. And you don't know that, you didn't even know they were there. He said, I'll forgive their sin, and then I'll do something. And I will heal their land. Everybody said they needed healing today. Yeah. Well, let, let God forgive your sins, yeah. okay? Get in the position where you humble yourself and pray yeah. and seek his face yeah. and turn from your wicked ways. Yeah. He said, this is what I'm looking for in these last days. I need somebody who will do this. Will you do it? Yeah. You sure? Yeah. 
Now, you, you, look, now, I didn't write, he wrote this down today. You're saying you're going to do this. Some of y'all saying y'all going to do this. See, about three or four. Yeah. I don't blame you. I wouldn't say it either. If I didn't believe. <laughs> They're like, oh, oh, oh what, 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 did I miss something? What, 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 what? I'm going to choose to believe. The question was, are, will you be healed this morning? Are you ready to be what he designed you to be? He chose Israel for a purpose. Are you ready to be that? Do you want to be that? He said, have you, you have to come out of your own mind. You've got to come out of your own understanding, and you've got to try by faith in God. You've got you to try him. Try him. Remember the lady, she, she said, if I could just touch his clothes, I'll be healed. Go to the book of Haggai, chapter 1. We, we just have to try his ways. It's time to change so we may experience the different result. What's the definition of a fool? A man who, who does the same thing over and over again expect a different result. Kind of tired of that, aren't you? I need something different. I need something higher. I got a whole nother curriculum for you if you believe. And I love, once you, you think you graduated, you know, you, you walk across the stage, you got your little Jesus diploma in your hand, <laughs> and you walk across the stage, and you know who meets you at the bottom of the stairs? The first grade teacher. <laughs> okay, come on. <laughs> Starting over again, because there's another level. So don't, if you, if, if, don't, don't get depressed. Just say you graduated to the next grade, and there's no end of the grades in God. Oh, I got my Ph.D. Come on. Got another one to take. <laughs> and bring in little. You, you, you eat, but you have not enough. You drink, but you are not filled with drink. You clothe you, but there is none warm. And he that earneth wages, earneth wages to put into a bag with holes. What a life. He said, this is what I want you to do. Thus saith the Lord of hosts. Consider your ways. This is happening because of what you're, you are, what you're doing, right? Who in here has got some holy bags? I'm talking about bags with holes in it. <laughs> See, holy bags come like this. You buy a $400 purse and got $40. That's a holy bag. That bag got holes in it. <laughs> See, I don't know why I don't have any money. You keep buying $400 purses. Because what? It's your way. It's how you do things. God says, I got another way for you. Let me give you a, a $40 bag. And let me put $400 in there for you. And take that $400 and give it to somebody else to buy a $40 bag. And take that other and do that. And do this. And do that. And you just say, oh, I'm so busy with the Lord. I'm so, I'm so happy. You can't be bored with Jesus. I just ain't got nothing to do. But you need to call. I can't remember a day that I had nothing to do. My wife asked me yesterday, what you doing today? And just because I didn't have 14 things on my, what I call a TTD list, things to do, I had to write one of those every day because I'll forget to do something. And sometimes those lists get very long. And sometimes things on that list that's dated today gets moved over <laughs> to the next day. But there's always something to do with the Lord. 
There's no idle time. You, you need a break. I'm trying to get one now. Just, just say, you got to step, step away for a minute. But when people, I hear people say they are bored. You obviously don't have the mental capacity to come up with something to do. I've seen people bored, their house is disgusting. <laughs> oh, some of y'all laughing. I, I ain't talking about y'all houses now. Oh, I just, I, I just don't have anything to do. I just, and, and, and you know, and you eat out every night. I, I'm, I, I just, I don't know, you know, I just don't feel like it. Please don't let your feelings mess you up. God says, I'm an active God. What I speak, it creates. And so I want my people to be the same way. I want my people to go from cause and effect to cause. I want my people to walk in a way that when I move, I, when they move, they cause something to happen. See, when we are too passive with Christ. Christ was not passive. He moved, and he moved things. And what are we doing? I'm bored. I guess y'all won't let me hear that again, will you? The Lord has a better way, y'all. He said, consider your way, get that way to me, and let me give you a better way. See, God has a better life for his people, but it begins with this willingness to try him. If you want to be healed, you got to be willing to try him. Try him. And remember, it's not, I tried him June the 3rd, 1998, and it was great. And you hadn't tried them since. The experience you had then can be your everyday experience. That deliverance that he did for you, he can deliver you every day. And then he can be able to use you to deliver somebody else. Then you'll have a mindset that, that allow you to hear his voice and not harden your heart. He, he, you'll have a, a spirit filled with, 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 with such joy that you'll be able to pass that joy on to those who are depressed. Those who are If God delivered you, that demon is gone. Just because they had to put a label on you to make sure you got some medicine don't mean that you are still that. Yeah. Yeah. Ask somebody who's been delivered. Yeah. They got a story to tell you. Yeah. And you know why? Because they tried it. Mm. Still be a drunk if you hadn't tried it. You'll still be a, a sugarholic if you hadn't tried him. You, you'd still be an adulterer if you hadn't tried him. You'd still be a serial fornicator if you hadn't tried him. You'd be all these things if you hadn't tried him because his way is different. His way has power. You still would be a, a mental. Some husbands abuse their wives. And if it was physical, you could see it. But there's a mental abuse going on. And you would still be that if you hadn't tried it. Yeah. Yeah. See, what comes with God is victory. What comes with God is power. What comes with God is all the things he said. And you, not only you, but those around you will be blessed. Yeah. Go to Luke 5. God says, I got a better way for you if you just try me. And what's funny about this last account, this last account, we're going to go to Luke chapter 5. If you try him, you're going to get this result that we're about to read. It's promised. If you have faith and you believe and you say, Lord, I don't understand, but I believe. Now, watch this, what happened. Uh, Luke chapter 5 and verse 1. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, 
he stood by the lake of where? Gennesaret. Where can we get to a point where people be pressing against the shore to hear the word of God? When will be a time we have to get some more chairs in here? When is that time going to happen? I'll tell you when exactly it's going to happen, when we believe. When we put to work the work of God. When we try, then we'll have a testimony. Then we'll be able to say to somebody, come and see. Right now we shake it, Jakes. Half with the Lord and half with you. You think it's you. That's not you. That's Skippy. Yeah. Amen? Amen? But at this point, they were, the people pressed upon him because they wanted to hear the word of the Lord. Verse 2 said, And saw two ships standing by the lake, but the, first, I mean, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were you know, on the shore washing their nets. And, and he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land, and he sat down and talked the people out of the ship. It was see, it was too many people, and he had to get above them, you know, because you're 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 in front, and you know, it's a lot of people. You got to get above them so everybody can can hear you. And so he, he said, Pete, Simon, uh, let me borrow that boat for a second. He said, sure, sure, Lord, come on, you know, we ain't doing nothing watching this. You you know, you do this now. Now he he talked to people, and verse four said, now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep. And let down your nets for what? Draw. He said, look, go fishing. <laughs> you know, they were fishermen. He said, man, I appreciate you helping me out. Uh, come on out here, man, go fishing. Now, uh, uh, let's see what happened. Uh, and Simon answering said unto him, Master, we've toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Translation, we've done it our way. And that way, you know, he, had, he was generation fisherman. You know, he, he knew how to do this. Lord, we've been out here all night and ain't caught a minnow. Can't catch nothing. He said, but nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. Do you see what faith will do? He said, he said it's beyond my understanding. It's beyond how I do things. But at your word, Y'all reading this, ain't you? Y'all got your Bible open, don't you? And then that break. Now, they went from toiling all night to having so many fish that the net broke. Now, that's what happened. And uh, 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 he said, uh, and verse 7, And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should not come, they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships. So that they began to what? Now, think about that. <laughs> you went from nothing to two ships with so many fish on them, the boats were about to sink. It was so heavy. That's God. God says, believe me. And Simon did. What Simon did was, nevertheless, Lord, at thy word, at thy word. That should be our mantra. At thy word, Lord we will. At thy word, we'll raise our family this way. At thy word, we will treat our fellow man that way. At, our, at your word, we'll, we'll treat the church in a certain way. You have never experienced the abundance of God. He's given you a crumb because that's how much faith you had. You had a little crumb. Can you imagine 
crumb. Now, it's good to have a crumb from God. What did the lady say? Look, even the dogs get the crumb off the table. And Jesus said, yeah, you're right. I'm going to bless you because you believe. Come up, up. Hey, we're not dogs, y'all. He called us. He chose us. We are his children. It's time to eat from the table of God. But you can't eat from the table if you don't go to the table. And you have to go to the table right. And God says, if you believe in me, surely you'll be established. This is what we're looking for now. This is what he's looking for now. He said, consider your ways. He asked the question, will you be healed? Yeah. Everybody in here says, yes, I'll be healed. Yeah. Humble yourselves and pray. Yeah. Seek his face. Turn from your wicked ways. Yeah. He will hear from heaven. He'll heal your land. Right. He'll forgive your sin. Yeah. He'll give you two boats full of fish. He'll give you everything that you need. You. Do you really want it? Yeah. Believe it. But you've got to believe. Your faith has to make you move. Make you move. Make you move. Will we move this morning, this afternoon? Move toward God and say, Lord, nevertheless, at thy word. Just keep that in your mind. When you read something, nevertheless, at your word, Lord. When he asks you to do something you never heard of, at your word, Lord, I'll do it. If if he asks you to do something that rubs your carnality the wrong way, at your word, Lord. But, Lord, you don't know her like I know her. He said, slap you in the back of the head. That's not going to work, Lord. I tried it. You didn't. I tried it now. But he, but he won't listen he, at, at that word. Everybody thinks they know somebody as if they know more than God. But Mama won't understand at that word, Lord, I'll do it. Isn't that wonderful? What happens if God tells you to do something that, 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 that you have no idea how it's going to come out? Mm-hmm. Can you be Simon for once at thy word? Because yeah. Simon said, I'm going to give up my way and take his way. Mm-hmm. Well, his way has got to be better than my way. I don't care if you're a multimillionaire. His way is better than your way. Yeah. you messing around with millions. You're supposed yeah. to have billions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now call me by your name. Every time I read in your book, you bless your people that believe in you. But we got to get to a point where we say at that word, Lord. Can we do that today? Yeah. That word of prayer. Let's go to <coughs> Our Father, oh Lord, we thank you for letting us call you that. In the name of Jesus, we're allowed to. We've gotten a way back home. Salvation and sanctification, Lord, has been given us. Father, Your word has told us at thy word. Lord, let the faith we have in you move us. We got a part to play, Lord. Father, let us not lean and say, oh, Lord, your will be done and not do anything. Your will is to make us have a will so we may will to do your will. Help us to be a people that believe, a people that will show the devil. He doesn't have everybody. He doesn't have control of this world. You once said... Salvation and sanctification, Lord, has been given us. Father, your word has told us at thy word. Lord, let the faith we have in you move us. We got a part to play, Lord. Father, let us not lean and say, oh, Lord, your will be done and not do anything. Your will is to make us have a will so we may will to do your will. Help us to be a people that believe, a people that will show the devil. He doesn't have everybody. 
He doesn't have control of his world. You once said, have you considered my servant Job? Father, help us to be those servants. Help us to be somebody you can say, have you considered this people? This is my people. This is my chosen generation. This is my royal priesthood. These are my kings. These are my queens. And Lord, help us to stand in faith and try you at every point, Lord, so we may prove that you are the true and living God. In the name of Jesus, we ask it. Amen.